Popping an Adderall. <laughs> How you do? Top secret clown business. <laughs> what? That was my Sid Haig tribute. Uh, I'm gonna need yeah. to borrow your car for some top secret clown business. Did I fucking stutter, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Is that that horror guy that died? Yeah, yeah. he was in uh, the Tarantino movies and the Rob Zombie movies. I'm sure other movies as well. I just know Miss Ca- Captain Spaulding. Mm. I only know him from one movie. Chicken. What's that? Bone Tomahawk. Oh. Wow. Have you guys seen Bone Tomahawk? No. I don't believe so. Whoa. Isn't that... Um... Yeah, why haven't I seen it? It sounds good. It's... I Let me check right now because I think it's on Amazon. But if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to say anything other than go fucking watch it. Okay. Hmm. It's Kurt Russell, right? It's it's Kurt Russell. Um, oh, I like Kurt Russell. Patrick Wilson and um, Matthew Fox from Lost. I'm not sure who Matthew from Fox Lost is. and Party of Five. Ah, yep. Dude, this movie you're gonna feel weird after watching it. Okay. Bone Tomahawk is on Amazon right now for free. Oh, is it? Yes, you can watch it now. It is an amazing movie. And I okay. and and you guys will be going in cold, just like I didn't. I remember seeing like pictures of it and going, "All right, I don't know what Kurt Russell needed an addition to his house, so he did some fucking weirdo movie I never heard of, where he plays the fucking sheriff named Bone Tomahawk." <laughs> I couldn't be more off the fucking point of what this movie was. I went in stone cold. I'm ready. That sounds good. I you totally won me over. All right, you had me at Sid Haig, and then you sold me at Kurt Russell. So, well, make sure uh, Owen's a bed. No problem. Sid Haig, though, I had no idea his movie his movie making was so prolific. He was in freaking everything. Was he really? He was in the Lucy Show. Oh, back in nineteen sixty five. Oh my! He was in uh, the original Star Trek series. I forget what else it was. Uh, Gunsmoke, the original Mission Impossible. Wow, you're right. I did not realize he had such a full career. I thought he was. The bartender from the strip club where Bud worked at in Kill Bill 2 and mm. Captain Spaulding. Speaking of Star Trek, you know Nog died too. This week. Yeah. I saw that Nog died. Oh, I did not see that. Which which one was Nog? He was the little Varangi that joined Starfleet. Oh, okay. Rom, Rom's son, Quark's nephew. Yeah. He was only 50 years old. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't be that old. But apparently he had a lot of health issues. Hmm. Yeah, there was a, a wave of Semi-celebrity deaths recently. Was there a third singer? Uh, Because it was like Eddie Money Uh, and then the guy from the Cars whose name I can never remember. Rick Ocasek. I met him. Ooh. I watched his car for him. (laughs) How ironic? (laughs) That's not really... I know. And he didn't tip me, dick. I don't know. I was expecting a third singer to die for, you know, no good reason. Right. The rule of three? Yeah. There probably was. I may have gotten lost in the other minor celebrity deaths. As far as I'm concerned, Nog filled all three roles. <laughs> <laughs> there was the producer of Rick and Morty and the Rick Simpsons. Rick and Morty and the Simpsons, yeah. Which worries me a little bit. Uh oh, why? Because Rick and Morty is amazing and I want more. Oh. It's not because of a producer. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's probably okay. I'm still worried because it's so good. Don't worry, didn't Cartoon Network sign them like 88 episodes or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> they know uh, as long thing. as Harmon is still involved, it'll be fine. Actually, that's <laughs> next month that new season comes out, right? Is it? Is it? Yeah. 
I watched it really late and really enjoyed it. Uh, so before I guess before we get started, we're kind of already doing. We're talking about Jared. You mentioned mm-hmm. previously on Netflix, The Family. Mm. Yeah, which I never finished. Or oh, you didn't? No. Okay. Why? We burned through it in the last couple of days. <laughs> oh, is it good? Yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, after the first, it doesn't go uphill much more after the first one, mm. but it gives you like more detail, background, and and gives you like interviews with people who are members of the family. So this is not a conspiracy theory. Like they talk to people, mm-hmm. and they're like, I mean, they downplayed it. They they just say that we just get together and talk about Jesus and share our beliefs, which is with world just leaders. the baseline of <laughs> what they do, but. But I, I I enjoyed it. I think everybody should listen to it, mm. watch it, because holy crap! If you're an atheist, it's some scary shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like that story mode though? The way they did the first episode, where like they the guy's telling the story and then there's someone acting it out. Um, less of that. Yes, but less. But I think a little less than that. Mm. All right. The, the first one, the rest of the way through. Well, I no, I guess there is. There's a decent amount of it. Yeah. The roommates talking and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it was interesting. The the truly terrifying part about it for me was that um, they are ardent followers of, of Jesus Christ. That's what they do. They they have their own version of the Bible, and it's John, Paul, Luke, and whatever the other book is. And there you that, go. yeah, there you go. <laughs> and it's their interpretation of the Bible, and it's all just the story of you know the crucifixion of Christ because that's all those four books basically are. No, it's leading up to it, but. Given that context and that source data, what they've decided that leaders, true leaders, are chosen by God, and that you should not follow and and you know and support the lamb, but you should support and 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 follow the the wolf. And it's the leaders, regardless of how bad or good they are, they are anointed by God, so therefore they are the people you should support. Like right. crap. <laughs> and if they don't use their position. To further their own goals, then really they're rebelling against God because right. God put them there. It's it's impressive, and they talk about um, Hitler and they talk about all these you know evil charismatic leaders and how the you know they were anointed by God. I'm like yeesh, <laughs> and these people are trying and the, the National Prayer Breakfast every year. Yeah, that's them. Figures. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Coe started it and with with Eisenhower, and it's been every year since and. Until he died, he was there and, you know, man behind the scenes. Nobody knew who he was except for the family. And every president has gone to it. They all capitulate to that power base. Yeesh. No, you kind of have to. Yeah. Unfortunately. Interesting watch. But the story of, you know, the Trump was chosen by God. Yeah, that's from them. God bless him. (laughs) I liked it. I don't know if you guys watched uh, Bill Maher this week, Mm -hmm. but I love his take on uh, he wants crazy Biden. He wants Biden <laughs> running around with his pants off, driving through people's lawns. And when people are like, how can you support him? Go, well, he's a different kind of president, you know? <laughs> yeah. I like that he doesn't take anything from anybody, yeah. make any grief, and, and he's shaking things up. That's just, that's just <laughs> Biden being Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, September 24th, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. 
On this podcast, sorry, I was taken back by the eagle in Discord. Um, <laughs> on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in the conversation, you can go to our Discord page and sign up and join us live. I did it again, didn't I? You can go to our Patreon page and <laughs> join us live on Discord. I have a new contest now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to run throughout yep. the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> You can chat with us while we record. Uh, if you don't want to do that, you could go to our Facebook.com slash Profane Arg and uh, leave an article or something you'd like to discuss or tweet to us at Profane Arg. This week, we'll be talking about how we're all doomed. Again? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I guess. But first... You know, I'm kind of, I think I'm going to skip the follow-up stuff. I don't know. Do you, should I do the follow-up stuff? Just do it quick? Just go quick. Yeah. Okay. So, follow-up stuff. Area 51. Uh, that happened. There's an article in NPR saying that it failed to materialize. A meme came out of it. How did, how did it go, Jared? Well, I forgot. <laughs> My flight got rewrited to Loch Ness, so we stormed that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why Area 51 didn't turn out so great, because I wasn't there to rally the troops. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> but Loch Ness was a blast. <laughs> I got to ride it. <laughs> Is it a giant eel, and turns out? No, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, so I guess like 3,000 people showed up at the uh, Area 51. Hmm. They said that there were, at one article I read said that there were 40 people at the gate, and that was it. But then another article I read said that there were like 3,000 people there. So I don't know. So we're between forty and three thousand. That's, That's quite the range. Going. Yeah, I think only forty were at the gate. Mm. But uh, in any case, there were a few arrests. Nothing significant. One for public indecency because he peed on the gate. <laughs> uh, one or one arrest was because they, they so they stopped this guy and turned out he had a warrant. Mm -hmm. So they arrested him. Yeah, and one fatality. <laughs> uh, a car. On a highway near Area 51, hit a cow, and the cow died. Oh, and totaled the car. But well, cows are big, turns out. Double yeah. fatality. <laughs> Fake news isn't telling you about the aliens we got out, though. <laughs> uh, so real quick, I had this question. There's an article on The Atlantic talking about evolution, and it talks about the fact that uh, the, the uh, I think is Michael... Uh, no, Olga Kazan was the uh, person writing. She had never been exposed to evolution as in human evolution in school. And I was just curious. Did you guys have evolution in high school? Doubtful. <sighs> I don't remember. I don't think so. I think we did. But I don't remember. Huh. Okay. That's a long time ago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I specifically remember it because there were a couple of religious kids and they didn't like our biology teacher because he was just straight science and he talked about evolution and he talked about human evolution and they didn't care for the human portion of it. Like they argued back with the whole monkey argument. Why are there still apes if we are descendants from apes and all that? So... I was just kind of curious if anybody else had... That argument lasted about a minute and a half, and he shut it down. So I was just curious if anybody else was had had exposure to evolution, especially human evolution. And we definitely talked about um, animal evolution, and we talked about 
specific examples of evolution. I remember the the one story was about moths in England. They used to be a lot darker because there was a lot more pollution, so the moths evolved better camouflage for the dark trees. And then when they started cleaning up, the moths all of a sudden were visible, and they evolved to be lighter color again. That was, you know, a real time, more timely, quick evolution example. So sure, because the ones when when the when everything starts getting dark, the ones who are dark don't survive. get eaten as quickly, so they breed and pass on the genes to right. have dark. Yeah, exactly. Nat- natural know, selection and action. Now that I think about it, if I didn't learn about it in high school, where the fuck did I learn about it? <laughs> so it must have been there. I remember it not being controversial. That's for sure. I I'm pretty positive we at least covered Darwin mm. and that and those theories, but I don't know. I do remember more distinctly watching Inherit the Wind. Uh, the movie about the, the sc- about the Scopes Monkey Trial. Ah. And nobody made a big deal about that. Right. Hmm. I, mean, I went to a, a fairly modern secular high school, so school in general. There was not a religious community in the area that was significant, so. Sure. Apparently, there are a lot of people who went to high school, learned about evolution, but the teachers don't talk about how humans evolved. Hmm. They specifically skip that part and say, yep, we taught evolution and move on. I don't know. It struck me as very odd. That could be how I learned it. I remember um, reading Origin of Species, but that was outside. I think my parents made me read that. <laughs> so Okay. This is your summer reading assignment. You got one book. Do it. Jeez. <laughs> your parents gave you summer reading assignments? Yeah. Usually but it was a but book. But didn't make you months. watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. The real history. <laughs> yeah. Well, they also littered that kind of thing around the house. You know, we, we didn't have... That that was the available reading. So I read all kinds of, you know, Thor hired all and all kinds of crazy stuff. So Contiki. I like what Jeff said. He talked about the fact that uh, they they had evolution. They had eight weeks on classification and evolution. And the day before the test, the teacher said, and some people think we came from God. That might be on the test. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there you go. Yeah. And this is why the rest of the world is better than us. Yeah. <laughs> That's why All right, gonna, let's get on to the big news. Uh, just make um, one point. That is why they're going to pass sure. us in science and in technology, clearly. Yeah, hence better than. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, big news today. Uh, it <laughs> looks like Pelosi is finally on board for impeachment. She actually had a press conference today and said that the House is going to be pushing forward on doing impeachment hearings. now well, You need to back up and tell them why, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been such a week. <laughs> My day at work today was uh, full, and I didn't know all the details, but... Uh, so so please jump in as I go through this. Uh, so my understanding is, what was it? Back at the end of July, there was uh, approval... It was the day after the Mueller, Mueller. testimony. Right. Right. Well, but there was approval from Congress to fund, it was like $250 million or something to fund Ukraine's effort against Russia encroaching. And then, yeah, the day after the Mueller report came out, Trump calls the president of Ukraine and talks to him about Joe Biden. Right. Well, Specifically about Biden's son. Right. Go back a week before that, though. Um, Okay. A week before that conversation happened, Trump held up that. Um, they, oh, right. they don't actually send money. They send stuff. Um, so aid. that was all aid. That aid was held up until he had the conversation with the president. So aid is approved. Aid is held up by Trump. Then Trump has the conversation with the president about Biden. And, 
and prior to this, Rudy Giuliani had been hoofing it around. Oh, for quite uh, some time. Yeah. Yeah. Around Ukraine trying to dig up dirt. And so they're trying to dig up dirt on Hunter Biden, who worked for some company in the Ukraine. State-owned gas company. Yeah. Right. And they, they were hinting around that there was some sort of corruption and that there was an investigative, their, their chief investigator in Ukraine was going after this company. But everybody knows, apparently, that this is a null story because the investigator had already the investigation against that company had already been dropped mm. it had been found that the chief investigator was corrupt himself and he was out of office he was put out of office and so the the whole biden story it seems like there's not a whole lot there even if there is something to it it's irrelevant right right well biden called, then, biden called for his resignation because he was corrupt. Right. But as did almost every other world leader. Right. Right. So apparently after that conversation between Trump and the president of Ukraine, there was somebody in an intelligence agency who we don't know who it is being referred to as the whistleblower now because they decided that when they saw or when they heard the conversation that it was way over the line and they went to the inspector general and said, hey, here's what happened. This, this right. needs to be looked at. Mm-hmm. This needs to be pr- pursued. And the inspector general stalled it, like tried buried it. Buried it. Tried to prevent it from going any he further. He said it was nothing. That. Yeah. Which doesn't matter because anything of that sort needs to be taken before Congress. It's that that's part of the law. Right. It needs to go to the intelligence committee. Right. And they buried it instead. So that never happened. And then Oh, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was, what, a few days after the whistleblower story came out? The funds where the aid was released to Ukraine? Oh, it's still being held up to this time, up until just a few days ago? Right. That was my understanding. If that's true, you fucking doofuses. <laughs> like, you're just the fucking worst of crimes. <laughs> when was it? And there was an additional amount of funding that was available as well. Instead of sending the... It was one hundred and fifty million or two hundred and fifty million. They actually sent four hundred million dollars worth of aid. And of course, the, Trump denies yeah. the, denied it. Then said, sure. "Even if I did, it wouldn't be a problem." And then I did it. <laughs> so right, publicly said, "Well, yeah, I talked to uh, the president of, the U- of Ukraine about Biden's son. I talked to him about corruption, and the corruption is great, and we can't do." dealings with countries that have corruption but he specifically mentioned biden it doesn't matter so he's his argument was well there was no quid pro quo so it does it wasn't illegal Hmm. as as it turns out it doesn't matter (laughs) if he suggested to the president of another company that uh, president of another country that that country needs to dig up dirt on a political opponent that's illegal that Hmm. is unconstitutional that is true. There needs no. There needs to be no pro quo. The quid was illegal enough. Right. Right. Now, what I'm curious though is that was this brought up? Because it's there's a lot of thing about it that it was brought up eight times, and I can't figure out if it was brought up eight times in a single phone call or was it brought up eight times on eight separate phone calls. Yeah, we don't know at this point. But at very at, the, I mean, both are pretty bad. But yeah. I'm just curious how that shook out. So um, I did find that the White House decided to release the aid after Richard Durbin threatened to freeze $5 billion in Pentagon funding for the next year unless the money was distributed. Hmm. But I don't know when that was. So I'm well, still looking. either way. Mm, yeah. The, the whole thing stinks to high heaven. 
Holy crap. So now what we're looking at is uh, the, the White House is saying that they are going to release the transcript of the conversation between Trump and the president of Ukraine. However, <laughs> let's be perfectly clear about this. There is likely no transcript of the conversation, and they are actually writing it right now to release it tomorrow. Well, people take notes, compare notes, come up with a the readout of the conversation, and then it gets filed away. That's normally what happens. Isn't the fucking conversation recorded? Unknown. Um, they So, was it CNN earlier today had somebody on from the Obama White House, and they said that they don't record conversations with other leaders. There are people listening in, they take notes, they compare notes, they, you know, write it all down, but it's a summary. It's not word for word. I mean, is anybody besides the Republicans going to use this as actual fucking evidence? I can't imagine, no. I mean, I don't even know how they're going to fucking square this now. I mean, he did admit to saying it, so are they going right. to actually put that in the transcript or just leave it out? And then he's then be like, well, why would you say that you said that? <laughs> like, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he has already admitted on camera to high crimes and misdemeanors. So, but like anything else that comes out of his mouth, people don't hold him to it. Well, he's being held to this one. Mm, so far. In the sense that, like, because uh, I was a little curious about this. I'm like, well, why would you announce the impeachment now and not wait till tomorrow when the transcript comes out? So either they know or they're like, it doesn't matter because he said it. I don't. Well, the, the order of um, when things happened is important. I don't. The whistleblower information was not going to be released until after after Nancy Pelosi said that um, impeachment was moving forward. When did he say that he was releasing the transcript? That was earlier today. I thought it was before. Yeah, but that was before. Maybe they're just like, wait, who cares what you fucking release? We know it's going to be doctored <laughs> and bullshit, so. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Or it'll be, oh, that was the wrong conversation. That was the one from June, not July. Oopsie. Well, Nancy must be pretty sure that they got some, the goods. She's not. She's given in to pressure. Mm. Well, and one important well, clarification. Well, a lot of pressure. Oh, go ahead. It, the one important thing, though, is that nothing's actually changing. The, the investigations that have been ongoing are going to continue. It's just the only difference is she got out in front of a podium and said, okay, we're impeaching him or we're doing impeachment investigations. It's the same investigations that have been happening. Nothing's really changing. Well, I mean, there's going to be more because there's going to be all the Ukraine stuff that they're going to be looking at in addition. Right. That'll be an additional. But they were going to do that anyway. Yeah. The process, it's just now that this this is official. Right. That's the only difference. They haven't filed any paperwork. They're not actually impeaching him yet. They're just doing investigations for impeachment, which is what they were the doing The other before. piece of this that I thought was very interesting, uh, Karen told me about earlier today, and there's a there was a vote in the Senate as saying that the Senate wants the whistleblower to speak to Congress. And this was fast-tracked. So it came up, Adam Schiff confirmed that the whistleblower's attorney had shared that the client was ready to speak to the committee. Well, and you're mixing two they, things, but... What's that? The, the resolution from, from the Senate was just that the Senate was demanding the release of the whistleblower um, report. Right. Not, the, but, not to testify. That was separate. Sure, sure. So when that when the Senate mm. said they wanted to to get the report, it was fast track, and McConnell yeah, I didn't did know it that. as a they did a vote, and it was a unanimous vote. Right, one hundred votes said that they wanted the information from the whistleblower to be given to Congress. Right, I didn't know what fast tracking was until today. But basically, they say we're not going to discuss this, we're not going to talk about it, we're not going to debate it on the floor. Um, if you don't say Nay, it's going to go forward. 
And basically, 100 people said, yep, do it, without conversation. And wow. they did. Yep. 100%. Every single senator signed off on it, yeah. Or d- declined to stop it, whatever. So I'm confused by this. Mm. Because up until this very thing, McConnell has been defending Trump and, and well, and not just McConnell, but a whole bunch of them, most of the re- Republicans. So I don't understand why they would suddenly all vote uh, to to have the whistleblower information released to Congress. Well, maybe so they can poke holes in it. Yeah. I mean, the, Absolutely. a small part of my brain is saying it's all set up, but they're not that smart. They're that smart. Trump's not that you never smart. Give, you never give these guys enough credit. <laughs> and they get away with everything. Oh. Yeah, I mean, doesn't Mitch McConnell, like, like uh, we're not going to see this guy in front of fucking, in front of the Senate. Or maybe we will, but I mean, even still, Mitch McConnell would be like, no, we're not going to yeah. talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. This will put holes in this. This will help to unify the right. And then Mitch knows he can just block the impeachment if it moves forward, regardless of whether Trump's guilty or not. Oh, yeah. That, this is this yeah. is this is I don't want to derail you guys this early <laughs> in the show, but this isn't news or a story. This is this is this is another fake news witch trial. Could you imagine if he on camera admitted to firing the head of the FBI because he wouldn't drop investigation from him? He'd be doomed. Just like this time, he's doomed. I never said that. Because <laughs> I was shocked that he did it. <laughs> I would definitely say, I would disagree that this is not news. I, I This is a significant problem that he has fully admitted mm. that he is in violation of the law. Yep. I just, I mean, yes, there's everything else, you know, like you said, firing of Comey. And I think it's significant enough that it needs to be addressed as it is. I agree. I think all of the things should have been addressed to this point. This should have been. This shouldn't have been. This should not have been the final straw. This should have been yet another straw for which to prosecute the president. What I'm saying is that he is going to, uh, you know just walk scot-free from this without any consequences, just like everything else. But the, the playbook is different, though. That's, that's the thing that puzzles me. Ooh, tell me more. Well, the playbook to this point has been obstruct, delay, obscure, hide. This one is like, put it all out on the line. Put it all out. So, well, well this is, this, this, the playbook's a little bit different. This one is, is create a scenario where I essentially self-impeach mm. because impeachment is to my advantage. Mm. Impeachment is to my advantage. Yeah, he's not going to lose. True. He will get tons of coverage. Trump will be on the lips of every American Wait, every already, day he, for the next... More so. The, no. I mean, that's the thing. It's I don't think impeachment helps him in any way. Those people are not moving either way. Right. It doesn't fucking matter. He's not... And there's... And again, right. and I want to meet the voter that's like, I was going to vote Democrat, but mm. then they decided to impeach Trump, so now I'm not? Right. Who? That, that's are, a person? That that's about eight percent of people. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Why would you? Go, why would you be leaning Democrat and then change because of the impeachment process? Because the party has become too radical for you, and you feel like it doesn't represent you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, listen. I say this, and I've heard this too, that they can do all these investigations and delay that impeachment vote in the House till like. October 20th (laughs) of next year and then push it to the Senate and make all these senators that are up for re-election vote on this. So 
I mean, I know he's not going to get. Impe- I know he's not going to get. He might. He's not going to get impeached. Well, he'll get impeached, that. but he won't be convicted. Well, here's the thing. He's getting convicted for something when he leaves office, unless he <laughs> radically changes this country's laws. True. Something is going to happen. And he better hope there's not a fucking Democratic president because he's not going to get a pardon. Well, that's why he keeps talking about um, his third term in office. Yeah. Well, he needs to. Or he needs to get one of his kids in there. Yeah. Is this different? It's, it is slightly. Because one – the thing with Comey and him admitting that, you know, what Mueller was investigating was not so much collusion with Russians as it was obstruction of justice and Russians meddling in our election. Mm. So Trump saying that, while <laughs> clearly I know what he was talking about, I don't know if there's enough evidence for that. But he did say, I, I don't know. Listen, this is too early. I, give, give me a couple months to sit on this. <laughs> so I hate to back Ian's voice because I don't like it. But <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel, buddy. <laughs> Jeff did uh, did send an email. He subscribes to uh, Trump's email distribution list and uh an email they sent out said it just came out today uh the democrats know they have no chance of winning in 2020 so now they're crying impeachment (laughs) over 150 house democrats back impeachment we cannot let these hateful baseless attacks go on any longer we won't stand for this and neither should you which is why president trump is launching the official impeachment defense task force and then it continues to ask for money Mm. and remember all donations will be double matched and how is this echoing what Ian said? Well, because he's immediately using the impeachment. They're calling for impeachment. It's just baseless. They're angry Democrats. But we knew that was – they say that anyway. Right. Well, they he needs to make sure that all of the angry Republicans that voted for him last time vote for him this time. This is getting them spun back up again to make sure that they all vote. I hate to break this to you guys. They are constantly fucking spun up. Well, <laughs> all right? Sure. Yeah, but constantly I, you can't let them get, um, you know, complacent and um, n- unmotivated, though. This will get them non-complacent and motivated. Again. But they're always that's the thing is they're always nothing is going to change. He is not going to gain voters from this. No, but sure. I can't, I can't was that, imagine. Was that, yeah. was that a was that a uh, <laughs> are you mocking me with that? Sure. Or I you- am. I am mocking. How? Your continued naivety on this show. Mm. You've got to explain to me how he gains voters from the impeachment. He is not gaining your vote, and you can't seem to see beyond that, and I don't know why. I don't know. There are people who aren't you that are very moderate Republican and very moderate Democrat that who, who, wait, will wait, see this hold on, as let me, too extreme. Let me interrupt you. Are these yes. so-called 8% people, did they yes. vote for Trump before or did they vote for Hillary Clinton? Uh, they, they were the, they were the, or either they voted for Trump or they didn't vote because it was a protest against Hillary. Hmm. They wrote in Mickey Mouse or whatever. Right. And they're normally Democrat, Democrats? I think they would have voted for someone other than Hillary Clinton. Yes. And they're going to, they see everything Trump has done in the past two years and they think this impeachment is too fucking crazy for them that they're going to, that they're now going to vote for Trump. As a, before they weren't. Yes. I, Ian, I, they let, I disagree. They let, her, they let her emails, that nonsense about her emails, mm. steer them away from her. And that was, that was nothing. Mm. That was nothing compared to this. So, and also keep in mind that 
impeaching him is the correct action to take. Mm -hmm. He is an absolutely wanton criminal Mm -hmm. and needs to be shut down. However, our air quotes democracy is broken and porous to the point where even the saddest of criminals seem to be able to master every loophole that there is and has, you know, they've fortified their position to almost untouchable. As long as, as long as you have enough money. Right. I was going to add, yeah, which you're poor, forget it. You're not getting away with that. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm never, I'm never counting the poor people in this. (laughs) You're not winning me over. I just don't believe that that, I mean, I'm not saying there's not a person like that out there. I just don't think there's that that many of them. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know that many. I know people that voted for Trump last time and now regret it and will never vote for him again. I know people that voted for Trump last time and will absolutely vote for him again because they're still believers. I don't know of anybody that is going to be convinced to vote for him again because of this. I don't know that person. I, do, I, th- I believe you, Ian, that they exist. Yeah, you don't need to know that person. Right. I, I just don't – I can't fathom who they are. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like such a weird logic jump that you're like, I don't like Trump. I'm a Democrat. He does all this crazy shit, and you go, this is the, cr- the – the Democrats are the crazy ones, and I'm done, and I'm voting for fucking Trump. I'm, I yes. understand what you're saying, Jeff. Humans are not logical. I mean, <laughs> 38% people voted for Trump. Right. You know, he has an approval rating that somehow fluctuates, mm. which means there are people going back and forth. I don't get that either. 8%? I don't see it. Well, the, the, keep in mind, though, the 8% is is irrelevant. It's all about because it's all about the um what what the how do how do we vote what do we vote for electoral college electoral college thank you it's all about the electoral college so it comes down to the three or four states that's all that matters anymore that is true so Cal- is- you know California New York whatever 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 um, Pennsylvania Ohio Michigan I forget what, whatever the other states are they are the only places that matter well that is I don't true. Know, California and New York shouldn't be on that list yeah no they don't I'm, I'm saying they weren't they they shouldn't they don't matter. I was mentioning them because it doesn't matter. Okay. So he's Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Florida. Florida, yeah. right. That's the other one. Yeah, there's probably another. I mean, I'd have to look at an actual map, but yeah. you guys are, are correct. You the, the Electoral College is problematic to the point where when everybody – anybody who speaks out against it and they say, oh, it's going to take the votes away from middle America. No, it doesn't. Mm. Your votes are already gone. None of you have votes. Nope. The president – the candidates already don't visit you. They already don't visit California. They already don't visit New York. There are 12 states mm-hmm. where they will visit in the campaign. There are 12 states where all the money and all the advertising will go. If you are not one of the 12 swing states in this country, your vote is already calculated one way or another, and no one cares. Right. But you can always ha- have the benefit of not listening to all those <laughs> commercials constantly. So. I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But then you can have the disadvantage of hoping that your vote will persuade some random Yahoo to agree with your vote and cast his vote in that way for the president or not the president. Mm. Shit, your vote don't even count in the states that you're talking about. Honestly. Oh, well, I mean, because of because of the way the Electoral College works. Correct. It is it is a a very confusing and sketchy system Mm. set, you know, in motion by depending on how you see them, flawless demigods or elitist, racist, slave-owning pricks who thought people were too dumb to vote. Mm. I mean, listen, and I the sad, remember, Well, the sad part uh, is they're right about that. How, what percentage of the population actually does vote? It's like half of the of the eligible right? voters in this country vote. 
What the fuck is wrong right, with you but people? But I mean, at least you could trust those people <laughs> mm. to, to you know, have their vote heard. Yeah. Willingness to vote should, I don't know, maybe count for a little something, but willingness to, oh God, the Electoral College <laughs> bums me out even more than this story. You know, I I mentioned to you guys last week that I saw that Fahrenheit 11.9. Mm. Yeah. There was a very important thing in there that I forgot to mention about how Bernie Sanders won every county in West Virginia. And then when they went to the DNC, West Virginia voted for Hillary Clinton. Wow. So you want to talk about your vote not fucking counting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the superdelegates. I don't know how it fucking – It's. I, I mean, I know that superdelegate shit is gone and I don't even really understand how it worked then. But when they show it at the uh, – at the DNC, they show it in the movie when the woman announces, they're like, what does this great state of West Virginia go? And she goes, West Virginia goes for the next president of the United States, Hillary Clinton. And then there's a woman just in the background gets to manage to fucking put this sign right in that says Bernie won every county in West Virginia. Wow. Hmm. So. So Jeff, who uh, waves from California. From Florida. Florida. I'm sorry. Florida. From Florida. Man, I can't get anything right today. <laughs> he did ask a question. With all this going on with uh, the whole impeachment process, does Joe Biden suffer any consequences? Yes. I agree. I think he does. I think he is right now the punching bag out front. And I think they probably acknowledge that he's not going to win at this point. So he's just there to absorb the body blows. Here's the thing. This is uh, – this. we are doing 2016 all over again. Mm-hmm. It was emails in 2016, and this time it's going to be this Ukraine thing. It's already planted. The damage is done. And the news, hopefully, does not do a repeat of of two years ago. I'm sorry, three years ago. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. <laughs> and keep going, well, all things being equal, is Joe Biden guilty of something here? When it's clearly that we know that he's not. Right. Um, so, so I hope we don't do that again. But as far as, like, that 36 to 38%, Joe Biden is guilty as fuck. On something. They probably, if you ask them what it is, they'll go, the thing with Ukraine. You go, what thing? What thing? What, you know, what, what did he do? With yeah. his son. What did his son do? Well, he got money. For what? They don't know. No, they don't know. Also, it's worth noting, I don't know if everybody knows Joe Biden's full family history about how his wife and daughter oh. died in a car crash, and then his son died of brain cancer, so the one son that they're trying to fucking throw under the bus is his last living kid. Yeah, right. And then Rudy Giuliani went on the news and called him a drug addict the other day. He said, you know, the kid's a drug addict, right? He's got a drug problem. Holy crap. Yeah. Also, can we talk about Rudy and the Chris Cuomo interview? Did anybody see this? <laughs> I did not see the interview. I only heard about it. I saw it. Oh, my God. Credit, <laughs> credit to Chris Cuomo because this turnaround happened so fast, I didn't even realize it happened. So what he, happened? He goes, you know, it's all about him being in Ukraine. Did you ask? The Ukrainian president about Joe Biden and his son. No. Okay. What, what were you doing over there? I was investigating uh, cor- uh, corruption and blah, blah, blah. Did you ask about Joe Biden? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally and how it went down. That it is amazing. how it went down. And I was, and I, even I was like, wait a minute, what? And Chris Cole was like, you just told me 30 seconds ago you did. He goes, no, I didn't. And then <laughs> it just, I mean, it's insane. <laughs> so credit to my boy. Fredo for fucking mm. catching that because because <laughs> it was coming by so fast I wouldn't have been like well, wait a minute huh what well that 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 also is a pattern though I mean uh, yeah he comes out in front of uh, and goes in, the only time he ever goes and talks to the the news people is when some story needs to break because they know what's going to happen they know the story's going to break so they put the crazy guy out in front to spill it accidentally so I don't think that's accidental 
No. But, Ray, did you tell me moments ago that they could postpone this whole impeachment inquiry until October of uh, 2020? I did. I did not. Did you? <laughs> okay. I thought one of you did. Mm-mm. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's my, that's, <laughs> if you want me to have some optimism, that will be my optimism. Well, because who if, knows if how this, long this investigation can go on for. Mm. Right. Hopefully that, because if it happens now, it'll be the, it might even be neutral if it happens now. It won't be like the worst ever, but man, the 24 hour news cycle just, just kills things so quickly mm. along with the American, I mean, it's been less than a month since a guy sold children to Trump, Prince Andrew, and the Saudi princes was mysteriously murdered. I haven't heard a word about him in three weeks. I hate to break it to you, and he killed himself. <laughs> Story over. Yeah. Absolute nonsense. So, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do the impeachment now. People will have forgotten it even happened by the time the election rolls around, and we'll be back at a nice... Even ground. <laughs> no, I'm all right for a nice slow roll of questions and answers and this and that and, and release it a month. Shit. Do a Cuomo. Release it 10 days before the election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that would be a good counter move. I would support them if they did something shady like that. But I'd... Pelosi says she wants it expedited. Yeah, she wants it done oh. before the end of the year. Oh, good fuck you. Her. Get the fuck <laughs> out of that position. Let me tell you another interesting piece of news I, I saw. I was watching Jenk uh, Uger from the Young Turks. He went down t- and talked to some Trump voters, like Trump supporters, and they were just laughing and having a good old time at old Jerry Nadler's expense with the Corey Lewandowski hearing. Yeah, and how that was Corey a debacle. Le- right, and how well it was. It was a debacle. Did you guys see the end? No. Holy shit. So last week we talked about this, right? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's horrible. I can't watch it. I turned off. Man, if I'd stuck to the end, they brought out a fucking lawyer mm. who fucking grilled cheese this motherfucker <laughs> for 30 minutes and made him look the fool. They should have opened with this fucking guy. Or just gone, gone just with that. Yeah. Let the lawyers well, talk to people. Here's the thing. You open with this guy, then every Democrat after that knows exactly where to land these questions. Mm. You know, but they close with them. And the closer hit it out of the park. Um, so I saw that. So that turned out to be pretty good. But anyway, the Republicans who support Trump were laughing about how Corey Lewandowski was making everybody, you know, jump through hoops and do all this bullshit. And they're like, oh, he's weak and he's pathetic. And then Jenk just goes, well, let me ask you a question. How would you feel if uh, as soon as Corey Lewandowski started doing this stuff, Nadler arrested him on the spot for contempt? Right. And they're like, oh, we'd respect him then. Hmm. So, shady tricks, Ian, I'm all for it, too. Do yeah. everything exactly the way they do. Play the game how it's played. Till they're yes. all till they're all gone, and then we can rewrite and go back to the regular rules. Mm-hmm. When, when every fucking sane person's back in office and every nut job's dead. What? Who said that? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that seems... Not, okay. I mostly like where you're going. Mm. It also seems like a reverse trap, too. I don't think there's a way to win out of this. Mm. I think we should just... Move to Canada where it's okay to wear blackface. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not yet. They keep you know, it brown face, which I find odd, but... Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Elizabeth Warren just surged in the polls in, mm. in Iowa ahead of Joe Biden. And right. my immediate thought was, so when's her blackface picture coming out? <laughs> yeah. I think the Somehow, Pocahontas thing is confident. her blackface. That's, that's... Yeah, she is. she's never worn blackface. No. I would be I'd genuinely stunned if she has. 
I was shocked when I saw the Justin Trudeau stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but he's just a crazy kid. What is <laughs> like, it with white people and this shit? I've never <laughs> done this. Is this something I'm missing out on? Is it great to do? Is it fun? Um, <laughs> without fully being able be with with by being a white person and me being not fully able to grasp the scope of how offensive it truly is for them, the desire to dress up as a non-white person for a party or costume event is really appealing. And to do it in a, uh, you know, slightly more accurate way, also really appealing. Well, okay, hold, here's my issue. Yeah. And I understand. If somebody dressed up in traditional blackface, I mean, straight up black yeah. shoe polish and the red lips and, and was running yeah. around with watermelons, that shit is offensive and probably and very, very racist. And I can see why somebody would be upset about that. Clearly. Yes. Y- you know my feelings on the brown face where you're like, well, I like Michael Jordan. We've we've dealt with that. Mm. Yeah. What I don't understand is I have never felt the need to put makeup all over my fucking face, you know, for one night. To dress up like I, I don't understand why so many people have done it. So it occurs to me that I've costume never costume accuracy. Yeah, I I never wore blackface before, but you know what I have done? I went as a a, a geisha once and wore you know, racist. White... I know you are um, racist. I wore you know white facial makeup and and I did the classic geisha face. Now I'm wondering if I'm a racist. Damn it! No, you're, well you're not a racist. You're a cultural appropriator. A cultural appropriator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And don't uh, ever do it again. Okay. Or they're going to cancel the profane argument. Or at least you'll have to leave, <laughs> and we'll have to replace you with somebody else. I'd like to publicly apologize for my past discretions. I did not know. <laughs> Honestly. It just occurred to me. <laughs> nope. That's, that's again, it's just one of the, I feel like it's one of those things. Sometimes you don't know, and some, you know, I don't want to say that, you know, it, in Trudeau's case that, you know, 2001 was ages ago, and <laughs> people didn't know better. <laughs> But maybe they didn't. I don't, back in 2001, we were still don't asking and don't telling. Mm. And we thought that was a reasonable solution. No, in 2001, it, it was perfectly fine. Shit, yeah. they were doing it on Saturday Night Live. Mm. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the fucking asshole who does the late night show. <laughs> what's his name? Jimmy Seth Fallon. Myers. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon went in blackface as Chris Rock. <laughs> Did he? Yes! I've seen the video! <laughs> wow, that's kind of amazing. How is he still on the show after this? <laughs> um, I don't know, because I guess it, there's no there's no political agenda to, to attack there, so mm. there's no reason to dig oh, up yeah, the old right. photos. If it was Stephen Colbert, there would be <laughs> outcries. Because it should make a difference as to whether you're doing it to make fun, or whether you're doing it because uh, out of respect, or... Now, granted, he's kind of making fun of Chris Rock, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's doing an impression, and yeah, but like that chick from uh, who dressed up like the chick from Orange Is New Black—that wasn't meant to be funny, right? And she got blasted for that. Oh my god, we're talking about this again. I know. <laughs> All right, let's talk Sorry, about. Keep, let's continue. Keeps being an issue. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ray. Let's talk about uh, another Trump issue. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, first, want to mention Greta Thunberg who it was at the UN and gave a speech. Did you see her speech at the UN about climate change? Not yeah. all. Well, not just all. the fiery parts. Yeah, me too. Just the fiery parts. <laughs> right. So the one thing that she said was, I shouldn't be here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty word. 
And she says that they talk about uh, doing something, but it's all the more concerned for fairy tales of ec- eternal economic growth mm. instead of doing something about climate change. Her speech was fantastic, and I think she's pretty much is the face of the youth in regard to climate change at this point. She's a great actor, Ray. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hitler, Hitler put out kids out there, too, just like that, you know. Is, it, is she a crisis actor? Would you say that she's the white Malala? Mm. Yes. Yeah, I would. I'm just playing devil's advocate and what I'm seeing on Facebook here. <laughs> Pictures of right. Hitler putting out young people in a picture of her. Oh because God. Hitler's agenda was exactly the same as saving the environment, right? Right, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Same exact thing. Wow. So did you see Trump's response on Twitter? Yes. When asked about it, she said, uh, so one of the, it's quoted one of her things that she said was, people are suffering, people are dying, entire ecosystems are collapsing, we are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and economic growth. He quoted this on Twitter and responded with, she seems like a very happy girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. So nice to see. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean- what? I'm, I don't, I'm confused. Is this bad? Good? What is this? Well, I don't know. Was he, is he trying to be her? sarcastic? Yeah, I think he was. Oh, he's absolutely mocking her. Yeah. It's, as, it's, yes. as, it's as straightforward to him saying that he, he was calling the president about Biden. I mean, corruption. Yes. We will refer to Biden as corruption from now on. This is my code <laughs> language. <Right>. Corruption. <laughs> Do you know what corruption's son has been up to? <laughs> Anything corrupt? So he was just saying like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Like, well, he was, yeah, he was saying the opposite of of her speech. He was like, oh, she seems like a real upbeat, fun-loving gal. Ha, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So in response, she changed her Twitter profile to say to her, her self-description is now a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. <laughs> I love that picture of her in the background fucking oh, yeah. putting daggers in her eyes. Yeah, she was giving Trump the death glare from behind. It was, uh, it was pretty impressive. And Meanwhile, then... Uh, I'm yeah. oh, sorry. More a little. One more thing on Greta is uh, Dinesh D'Souza. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but yeah, yeah, tre- what a piece of shit. tremendous piece of shit. Uh, he tweeted out something with her uh, akin to Nazis and Hitler as well. Mm-hmm. So mm, he can make a fucking fake movie about it. Yeah, shove it up his own ass. <laughs> pardoned. He's pardoned. <laughs> to trash the loser. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, while this was going on, while she's giving her speech, uh, Donald Trump at the uh, at the UN decided that he needed to go to the uh, what was it? It was a group on uh, religious persecution. Yeah. He gave a speech of, uh, completely on religious persecution, which is a thing and is a serious problem. However, his speech was about America's persecution of Christians. Oh, that. So not not what's going on Phony, in Myanmar. Sad song again. <laughs> yeah. In where? In Myanmar, where they're killing all those Muslims and shit. Oh, I thought is that going on in China? It's too? It's going on in China too. Yeah. Where they're rounding them all up and rounding them all blindfolding up, blindfolding them up and loading them into camps and like making them, I don't know making them sing songs about Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, I assume they were harvesting their organs, but yeah, Winnie the Pooh song sounds plausible. Organ don- yeah, organ donations are high from that part of the country. Yep, yep, this is true. <laughs> China is a completely fucked up country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've often asked, I go, I, and I say this to a lot of people, I go, how the fuck does North Korea make any money? I'm like, what do they do? They don't do anything. And they're like, they sell slaves to China. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And coal. Okay. Oh, coal. Coal. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm in love with that guy, though, you know? 
Who? Oh, Don and Trump. Love. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that seems to be just the way things are. Uh, I don't want to be a weird conspiracy theorist doomsayer anymore. I'll just let Ray take us to the next story. <laughs> well, I wanna... Ray, I didn't catch this where he talked about religious persecution, but I did catch, and I don't know if it was part of this, his like 11 to 15 minutes on how fucking bad Iran was to everybody. Like, and they just kept cutting to the Iranian ambassadors. And I was like, man, this is weird because he is just trashing them left and right. I'm like, what is the what is the goal here? I don't I didn't catch mm. any of that. Oh, OK. Yeah. I just saw that like, a few hours before we came on where he's just like, Iran sucks. They do an awful <laughs> shit constantly. And then just cut to the Iranians. And I'm like, oh, they don't look happy. Also, I'm like, they're right US, there. They, they still got those old timey earpieces like. Oh, the cup over the yeah. ear thing? Yeah. yeah, what is the what is the story with that? I don't know wh- why it needs did, to did be. Did you see during the same speech <laughs> where uh, they cut to Wilbur Ross, who was fully asleep? Oh, <laughs> God, I gotta find that. He's like 81. Of course he's asleep. It was the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> did they wake him up and he's like, soup's only gonna go up 15 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. oh god what you know why this is so shocking everything because it it was such a 180 we've taken from january 19th to january 20th of 2017 like just a complete 180 yep Sorry, th- that angle of like I was just amused by the picture earlier of of Wilbur the Secretary of Commerce, falling asleep in the middle of the UN speech. I didn't see Ivanka and Jared Kushner hand in hand with the Saudi princes. <laughs> wait a minute! Jesus wait a minute! Christ. Wait a minute! Wait wait. Are we sure that this photo is recent? Because doesn't Ivanka have short hair now? Oh, I don't know. When I did a search I about don't know what her hairstyle's like, <laughs> big news, Ian. <laughs> Do you know what that signifies? Her cutting her hair. Signifies no. some. I don't know. I saw an article that said it signified something. I didn't read it because it was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I pulled up an image of Wilbur Ross sleeping. There could be dozens of them. Yeah, I think no, that's, yeah. that's a different event, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, he was sitting next to um, Mike Pompeo. Pence. Yeah, next to Pence and behind Mike Pompeo. <laughs> VP Mike Pounce. Yeah, Mike Pounce. <laughs> oh, man. Did you hear the story about Pence and the motorcade? Yes. And on Saginaw Island. Yeah. <laughs> Saginaw Island, whatever the island is that doesn't have cars. Yeah. Michigan. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. So there hasn't been a car on this island for a hundred years. So when Pounce goes there, what does he do? Takes an eight car retinue with him and drives it across the, the island for no good goddamn reason. <laughs> yeah. All cars were banned in like, I don't know, like 1909 or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Just the, the balls on these people, man. Yeah. Yep. See that signification? Means something. Yes. Totally. That's showing a lot of boob too for God, she's so fucking hot. I wish she was <laughs> I wish she was ugly. <laughs> she's had a lot of work done, so I don't think so. I've seen pictures of her when she was young. She eh, she's had a lot of work done. <laughs> she's not that old. She's only like mid to late thirties, right? She had chin implant, boob job, something to do with cheekbones, I think. There's been probably subtle, she's but... probably got her beak shaved down a little bit. Yep. Either way, it was a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Money buys <laughs> she, a lot. She no, because I mean she was a very cute teenager as well, and the boys are a fucking mess. So yeah. I don't know how that happened. It's more socially acceptable for women to get plastic surgery. In fact, her daddy expects it. So that's probably 
Accurate. Mm. I don't believe that she's had that much work done. Yeah, I she was very pretty. <laughs> she was very pretty her whole life. There goes there goes Jared paddling his cute his canoe down the down the Nile River again. I just don't see it. I just can't believe it. Yeah, you should. This just doesn't make sense to me. You should, you should I've seen pictures of her when she was younger. <laughs> yeah, she had no she chin. She looked the same. She was a little no. chubbier. She no. lost some weight. She no. just lost some weight. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Hey, we were on climate uh, climate change here. I want to get right. back to this article because I, in the beginning, I said we're all doomed. Well, really not us. I just meant us as a human species. Mm. So there was an article on The Guardian written by Tim Flannery. He, it's entitled, I now look back on my 20 years of climate activism as a colossal failure. Uh, in this, he notes that the climate crisis has now grown so severe that the actions of the denialists have turned predatory. They are mm. now an immediate threat to our children. Future yeah. Earth may not have enough resources to support. Uh, well, future Earth may have enough resources to support far fewer people than the 7.6 billion it, support, it supports today. British scientist James Lovelock has predicted a future human population of around one billion people. Mass, mass deaths okay. being predicted a result from, among other causes, disease outbreaks, air pollution, malnutrition and starvation, heat waves, and suicide. My children and those of prominent polluters and climate denialists will probably live to be a part of that grim winnowing. So there's your, uh, there's your rosy future on climate change. Uh, that sounds accurate. Yeah. Not my fucking problem. <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> It's it's mine, but it is. I feel I'm bad. O- for I'm you. open to that. I feel bad I for you. That's that's what that that is what should happen. Seven point five billion. That's did we not discuss on this show in detail the difference between a million and a billion? Oh. One billion humans is a lot too many humans. Yeah. So the fact that we had to lose six billion to get there, that's. That's, I mean, boom, that's the problem. Yeah, but are we under the the assumption that once we lose the 7 million, billion, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> that the planet will still be livable? I mean, it'll be sure. somewhat habitable, but like, yeah. is there any coming back? Oh, well, of course. Yeah, the I guess planet the, can the planet, always the back planet can autocorrect. Right, the planet yeah. does autocorrect. There will be, you will be living in different places. That's the thing. Yep. It, it, Canada. Uh, Russia, the northern climes in, in uh, uh, Australia, will probably, you'll have moved in a little bit, but um, yep. they'll be fine. Will I be affected by this? You, personally? No. So marginally? Slightly. Probably. Don't give a shit. Will I be an old man? Yes. Don't give a shit. I tried. These people won't fucking listen. <laughs> My cat will be dead by then. I won't get any more pets. <laughs> any of you that have kids, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Again, I love this. I love this number comparison. You were talking about the difference between a million and a billion. Mm. Yeah. If you had to serve one million seconds in jail time, it would be eleven and a half days. One billion seconds is thirty-one yeah. and three quarters years. That's oh. the difference. Eleven days, thirty-one years. Wait, so, one million seconds is eleven days? Yes. Wow. As a, compared to thirty-one years. Right. I think the last time it came up because we, we were talking about the wealth and equity in this country and everybody just thinks that oh yeah a billionaire that's no big deal yeah. that's just the next step up from being a millionaire it's a huge deal yeah. that means bezos, bezos is what eighty thousand years in jail <laughs> <laughs> I f- yeah. yeah i forget i think it was bernie sanders 
I don't, I don't know. One of the Democrats is proposing a tax on the ultra-rich. His taxes yeah. would be $9 billion a year. Boggle. Sweet. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and? Why would, I, why would I be opposed to that? That's the shocking thing. Well, the, and the crazy thing is that will not impact him. $9 billion. No, but if you bring it to a Trump supporter, they'll be like, nope, strap, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and just who, that $9 billion, just a drop of, in the bucket for, you know, what we spend on our military. So. Yeah. <laughs> that $9 billion could go to democracy dollars that huh. Andrew Yang wants to hand out. Mm. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's just him personally. The whole fucking company didn't pay fucking taxes. Right, right. This year. Hasn't for years. <laughs> Yeah, all the you know all the problems we have, mm. and this motherfucker's like, I'm gonna build a spaceship, mm. you know, or you know, or whatever, or oh god, the what's that fucking cathedral that burned out of France? The Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. Mm. Oh, let's donate money to that, you know, instead mm. of the fucking actual Amazon burning, yeah. which I guess we don't hear about anymore. I guess it's burnt down. Is it over? <laughs> Are we dead? Because <laughs> I haven't heard shit on. about it. They cleared enough of it. To meet China's soybean demands. Oh, good. For now. Good but for no them. reason to really, like, stop, stop. No, that's the economic future of Brazil. Burn yeah. it all down. There won't be any negative consequences. God will take care of us. <laughs> oh, that guy again. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate rich people so much. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hit the other things that were in the news this week. Uh, Colt will no longer be making AR-15s for civilians. Boycott. So, there you go. <laughs> Boycotting cult now. And I love their 45s. <laughs> Zing! Oh, it took me a second. That was very clever. <laughs> I didn't even know they made guns. <laughs> uh, this should have absolutely no impact on hardly anybody. So if yeah. you think that's a win... Uh, yeah, what, is the re- what is the reasoning behind that? Uh, they say that the sales are down. Uh, oh, because so it had they- nothing to do with... <laughs> Social yeah. issues. They're just like, that's eh, it's not cost effective. Right. And there are already 16 million AR-15s in people's <coughs> hands today, so... That's enough. Yeah. They, <laughs> they they decided to concentrate that factory on military supply, because that's not going down anytime soon. Yeah. We'll keep giving no, I, all of our surplus to the Ukraine, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. I heard some really fucked up statistic, and you, I, maybe someone could double check this for me, that... Only 3% of our population owns all the guns in this country, or some ungodly small amount of percentage. Oh, it, I've never heard such a thing, but... Well, what, do you, what do you guys think the number is? Percentage-wise? What percentage of what, Americans are own gun, weapons? Are gun owners. What percentage of Americans, or what percentage of the world's population gun, no, just, are gun just owners? just Americans. Oh, it's... Hmm. See, I feel like it's, it's small, but more significant than 3%. If I had to speculate... Without knowing anything, and I do, I would say... 10, to be fair? Nope. I would guess that 28% of Holy Americans shit. own guns. All right. The 3% is... Thank you, Jeff, for the for the quick link. Um, the 3% of Americans own a collective 133 million firearms, but that's Whoa. not all gun owners. Okay. That's still a lot of guns for a small amount of people. Right. So, 22... Well, I guess you gotta have two AR-15s. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Gun owners tend to not own just one weapon. They own multiples. So, but 22 to 31% of American adults say they personally own a gun. Woo! Well, it says up, yeah, up to 30% say they personally, while a 
43% report that they live in a household that has a gun in it. Almost half. Yes. Whew. So we were both yeah. right. Yeah. Sort of. Right. That's that's what I see here as well. I see about 46% of Americans civilian held firearms. Ian, do you own a gun? I do not. Jeff, own a gun? Nope. Karen, I know you live in a house with guns. Do you own any? I do. All right. So I guess that number figures out between the five of us. Well, Jared, you didn't answer. Do you own a gun? <laughs> Hundreds. <laughs> they're all on my. They're all on my Steam games. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, and that's the thing. He, Jeff said that his dad owns twenty to thirty right. uh, guns or more, and that's the thing. There are people who collect. I, I know a number of people in Central Pennsylvania that own multiple weapons, and not just two or three, but you know, twenty or thirty. Sure. Is it to protect themselves and protect their family? It's a hobby, <laughs> and it, it's a collector imagine, thing. I imagine one or two of them are for that reason, and yeah. the rest are because they either they like using them to uh, to hunt, or, or more likely at that number to just go out and use for you know practice. You go out shooting, you yeah. target practice. It's a hobby, and, and but different weapons are for different purposes. I mean, there are um, just handle guns. There are you know. Uh, handguns that are for precision. There are long, there are hunting weapons. There are, you know, shotguns, which are completely different. So there's lots of different kinds to do different things. I'm learning that from playing Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> so, I mean, anybody that starts collecting guns tends to, if it's not just for personal protection, tends to you know, end up with a few. That's what Ian told me. If I bought a gun, that by the end of the year, I'd have three more. You shouldn't buy a yeah. gun, Jared. Guns are, guns are, yeah. Gun buying <laughs> is like getting a tattoo. Mm. Nobody has just one tattoo unless they regret it immediately and then never bet another one. You buy one gun, you end up with a whole sleeve of guns. Um, no, see, that's the problem is if you're me, like, I have two tattoos. I would love more tattoos. I hate the thought of spending $350 or something on a tattoo and then coming home and going, well, there it is. Mm. I can't do it. I can't believe you have a tattoo. I feel like our whole relationship up to this point is a lie. <laughs> I have I My have, policy of never asking personal questions has come back to bite me for once ever. In 20 years, you didn't know? I have two tattoos. No, that makes no sense to me. Oh. Does not compute. Where are Someone's they? Someone's never gotten a good look at my taint then. <laughs> <laughs> that is not where my tattoo my is. Hurt. I was going to say. <laughs> I think I've had I can't say that I haven't gotten a good look at your taint. But. <laughs> I have one on my back and one on my right uh, bicep, or left bicep. Huh. huh. And I want more, but... Like I said, I like I'm so like weird. Like I'm like, well, I spent all this money, and here it is. And then I go home, and nothing's changed. I don't get to play with it. I don't get to do anything. <laughs> it's just there. It didn't and change. And same your thing life. with the gun. This like I went to the gun store and looked at the gun, and he's like, yeah, this is a good starter gun. It was like two hundred bucks or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I did get home. And then what am I gonna do with it? I'm gonna sit there and put it in a box. You know, and I get swords. Swords I can swing around the house. See, that's like a thing. You can... <laughs> well, Some, Jeff says someday. that he has a he has a baseball bat for protection and a cricket bat for costume. So <laughs> you could just go that route. Jared needs to come visit our house sometimes because we've got swords and guns. This is true. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe the guns ne- that fire swords. <laughs> the, ne- the next time, oh my god, that would be awesome. <laughs> Maybe the next time you guys do a poker tournament. I'll make like a thing out of it. Maybe Ray will take me shooting and I'll become a gun crazy person. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I'm with Jeff. My Steam collection is my gun rack as well. There you go. (laughs) Even though nobody will play Borderlands 3 with me. (laughs) No. Sorry, we're boycotting it. I know. I know. I know. 
<laughs> so a couple other things real quick. There are a couple pastors down near Charlottesville, Methodist pastors who are, have selected monuments as sites and subjects in their Bible studies. And I don't quite get where they're coming from, but it, they say that if you read the installation ceremonies of these statues when they were put up, God is regularly invoked, and they're specifically trying to take the Bible's language around idolatry and make a case that the statues are idols to white supremacy and therefore should be taken down. Hmm. So Idol worship. That's a weird play, but I am behind it. I'm okay with you doing that. Well, I mean, but you could say the same thing about the Lincoln Memorial then and the Washington Monument. Aren't they idol worship? But they're not for the national, they're not for white supremacy. <laughs> sure. Specifically. I mean, when these, sure. again, when these Confederate statues were put up, it wasn't right after the Confederacy. It was Decades much later. later during the Civil Rights Movement. Hmm. So these statues were put up as a statement against civil rights. But why would religion have a, a stake in this, though? I mean, I get the, the idolatry, but that should apply to everything, not just white supremacy. I, 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 I'm on board with the argument, but I'm not sure it's really pure. Well, it's never pure. Right. <laughs> we don't live in a vacuum, crazy lady. <laughs> Sorry. You pick and choose which parts of the Bible you like, and you apply them when they're convenient for you. Yeah. That's how you become a good Christian. Mm -hmm. I am one of the best Christians I know. <laughs> <laughs> Except True. for the believing in Christ part? <laughs> that, I just, that part's not, we don't want to focus on that. But I do hate the gays, and that's what's important. <laughs> he, he's kidding, people. <laughs> I am kidding. <laughs> and meanwhile, over in Wheaton College, uh, college students are suing the city, which I believe the city is Chicago. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, Chicago Tribune. Uh, they're suing the city because there's a park. And the park apparently has different jurisdictions. Like there's a whole bunch of – the park is massive. And they've divided up into like eight or nine pieces. And all but one of these pieces you're not allowed to preach. You're not allowed to solicit. You, if you're going to do that, you have to be in the one section of the park. So the students who were out all over the park trying to spread the word of God uh, were told that they couldn't do that. Their pamphlets and paraphernalia were – taken away after they wouldn't listen, and uh, they are suing because they believe that it is a brooch of their freedom of religion. To proselytize to people in a public place? Right. Wow. And they say that they specifically want to do, to do it around uh, this one statue that's prominent because a lot of people go there and they take pictures, so it's a great place. And yeah, it would be a great place for you to interrupt what other people are doing and insert yourself. I don't understand how you how you can't objectively look at this and go, oh, I see what they're getting at. I mean, yeah, I agree they should not be able to do this, and I think they should lose. But I, the only part of it is that at least they are walking the walk of the, the stuff that's written in their book and the things they believe. They're wrong, but at least they're, you know, true, true to the book. <laughs> well, I, I just feel like they're, I don't know, probably intentionally conflating mm. Religious freedom with religious dominance. Mm, right. Yeah. <laughs> no one is stopping you from believing what you want to believe, but we're just asking you to stop pressuring me into believing it while I'm here enjoying this statue. Right. Or just sitting in the park enjoying the you know the summer breeze. Right. The weather's been great. <sighs> and yes, that Wheaton College, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Next to the Billy Graham Center Museum. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> I don't suppose that's a museum to the professional wrestler from the WWF superstar <laughs> Billy Graham, is it? No. I don't <laughs> Damn it. so. I can't believe there's a museum. I can get on board for that. There's a museum for Billy Graham. <laughs> of course you, there I, of course there is. You have no idea how big Billy Graham was in the Christian world. Wow. Holy crap. I was lucky huh. that my mother didn't actually like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, final story. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. <laughs> Wrestling reference. Yes. Uh, final story. Uh, Banana Man, Ray Comfort, has a different <laughs> argument. He's got a brand new argument. Are you ready for this? Oh, God. Is it fruit related? It is. <laughs> awesome. So the banana thing, he's, he's moved away from bananas because that was refuted so much. But have you ever thought about the fact that oranges, like bananas have been made with a non-slip surface, just the right size and shape to fit the human hand? Of, of course you haven't. Not if you're an atheist. Someone needs to throw a fucking pineapple at this motherfucker's head. <laughs> <laughs> and then ex- tell him to explain it. So you can pick up this mouth-sized, mouth-shaped pieces of orange, all coming to you courtesy of the maker. And the one thing that was interesting is there's a video on how to cut the orange so you cut off the top and the bottom and then you make a slice down the toward the middle and then you can open it up and there are like bite-sized pieces um i've never orange doing it that way though it you are but it's it's an interesting (laughs) way of of you know getting into the the orange apparently though he hasn't heard about the evolutionary history of oranges because they're man-made basically we, we They're bred. GMOs, but GMOs are bad. <laughs> uh, don't get me into GMOs, man. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. It was cause... forced evolution, not GMO. Let's just go with that. Well, <laughs> it's genetic modification is it, what it is. It is. <laughs> they weren't splicing genes. No, and They're that's not... genetic engineering. <laughs> the problem is Monsanto took the term GMO and mm-hmm. made it refer to genetically engineering things. Because gem- genetically modifying something is how we have cal- cauliflower and broccoli and Brussels sprouts and every all the other. That was orange all carrots. one plant originally. And poodles. And, and oranges and bananas. <laughs> what were oranges like before? I know bananas were completely fucked up and disgusting looking and like. <laughs> oranges were green, first of all. On the outside. Get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah. Actually, a, a, a lot of uh, species of orange actually currently are green on the outside. They dye them orange. True hmm. story. Hmm. So, yes, oranges were bred into what they are mm-hmm. by man. They weren't sent down from the heavens. <laughs> How does Ray Comfort have a job? I want to know. Like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? He's a Christian evangelist. He's got plenty of people giving him money. He did coconuts, <laughs> too. Huh. I, I understand that people are stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> Do you, though? <laughs> but what I don't get is, I bet, like, he's he had this banana thing for so long. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I've seen the interview, like, with him and Kirk Cameron. Their argument is so fucking stupid for mm. everything. Like, I just don't, like, there are just way better dudes out there. <laughs> like I, like, like maybe I'm just maybe it's not so much that I'm like I can't believe people are that dumb like it's just that I'm more mad that I just can't come up with a good scheme <laughs> as dumb as the banana scheme and like people will be like banana got it makes sense oranges <laughs> make sense it's not like there's other half a million other types of fucking foods out there that don't <laughs> fit into this category <laughs> oh god <laughs> I'm so fucking mad. 
I'm going to start bottling my piss and sell it. <laughs> Seriously. I was going to say, I know that, you know, well, that, then you just turn those other fruits into the enemy. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never had a coconut. Oh, you mean devil berries. Oh, so pineapples were made by the devil. Also, Satan flowers mm-hmm. and devil berries gotcha. make pina coladas. Ooh, I like pina coladas. <laughs> all right. Is there any more? <laughs> nope. I am all out. Unless somebody I, has something else. Uh, a quick little update on our girl Greta. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is quick. Go for it. Um, just real quickly, one I didn't know she has Asperger's. Mm. Um, and somebody on what show is it? The Martha McCallum show. Some guest called her mentally ill, and mm. then had to apologize for it. And the network denounced it. And then Laura Ingram started playing clips of her speech, and then said, "Does anybody else find this chilling?" And then immediately uh, started playing clips from Children of the Corn, mm. and said, "I can't wait for Stephen King's sequel." And then her own brother threw her under the bus and said, and put a tweet out that said, clearly my sister's paycheck is more important than the world her three adopted kids will inherit. I can no longer apologize for a sibling who I no longer recognize. I can and will continue to call out this monstrous behavior and bully commentary born out of anger. That was Laura Ingram's brother? Curtis Ingram. Wow. (laughs) Good for him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's, well, that's fine. She's a real piece of shit. We knew that. Yeah. But well, I'm glad that she just keeps piling it on. She just does. That's the that's the new norm. That's the Tucker Carlson. Never back down. Never apologize. She clearly must not be sharing that money with her brother, because I have a feeling if he was getting right. money from her, he'd be like, what? My sister's great. That girl is crazy. <laughs> Which, by the way, is all over Facebook right now. It's oh, sure. just they're calling they're calling her the new David Hogg. They're finding I saw pictures of her next to some other child actor. There's like, see, she's an actress. It's It's insane what these people will believe. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, I finally tore it up with somebody on mm-hmm. fucking Facebook. I finally broke Uh-oh. and started fighting with a guy. <laughs> <laughs> How did it and, go? Uh, well, according to my friends, I won because I was showing them pictures of it. Mm. And then they were even like, don't even bother going. You won. You beat this guy. Because, like, he had nothing. And he all he did was he kept calling me a pedophile mm. and a racist. <laughs> what? Wow. I know. So... Because you're having yeah. an argument. You know what else they like, would believe? Right. No, you know no, what no, else no. they would believe, Jared? They would believe that oranges and bananas <laughs> were made for your convenience by God. Yeah. Well, no. What happened was is he posted a story of, uh, what is this actress's name? I forget. The one in the Transformers movies. Megan Fox. <laughs> saying that her son was being made fun of and laughed at at school, her six-year-old son, for wearing a dress. And this guy wrote above the article, I would laugh at him, too, up until he was 30. And nobody said anything, and I don't know why I snapped. I've seen much worse things mm-hmm. on there before, and I go, yeah, big tough guy laughs at six-year-olds, right? And um, he replied back something to the fact of, like, oh, you're 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 a fucking weirdo pedophile because you're okay with uh, six-year-olds wearing dresses. And I said, I'm the fucking weirdo? I go, you're the one obsessed with what six-year-old boys are wearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's on. And then um, he said something else. And I, I was, I said, dude, you got red flags all over you, right? <laughs> and he was like, oh, we got a pedophile here, red flags. And then he did another one, something about black people. And he's also really obsessed with soy and how soy is in, they're putting soy, liberals are putting soy into the diets to uh, make men effeminate mm. and destroy the world that way. So he wrote something about black people. And I was like, hey, dude, you get enough soy in your diet? You're acting a little off. 
And um, he's like, he goes, yeah, see, you're a fucking racist. You didn't deny any of that shit. I'm like, and I didn't even reply after that one. <laughs> the soy thing is weird. I've heard that before. It's oh, boy, they love the soy. Yeah. The soy is the culprit for everything. You soy boy cucks. Yeah. It's something about the, the chemical in soy that's close to estrogen, so it makes men more feminine. I don't know. I don't, and it's in everything, apparently. Yeah. Well, soy is in a lot of things. I'll give him that. But he's managed to avoid this because he's a manly man, and manly men laugh at six-year-olds. <laughs> anyway, and in there, and the funny part was is I I uh, I called it. I go, I bet she calls me a racist after this one, and he went straight for racist. Sure. Wow. And then he he started uh, posting with my name next to it of like weirdo guys wearing like women's clothing or something like that. But at that point, everyone's like, "You want stop?" And I wanted to tear it up. But sometimes you just gotta let the crazies be crazy. Yep. There oh, by the way, he's, he's military. A point when you're arguing that you need to recognize that nothing you're saying is going to be listened to and you just need to walk away. Right. Well, I, I mean, I love again, arguing, but I'm just, you gotta, you gotta recognize that point. Yeah. I was not, I was not expecting the, like, I didn't comment. I didn't even comment on the, the fact that the kid was wearing a dress. I just said, you're an asshole for laughing at them. Mm. Leave him right? alone. <laughs> or yeah, or something to that effect, and he immediately went to me being a pedophile, which was I was I was shocked. I was like, "Whoa, all right." <laughs> I'm like, "But I'm not the one who posted the story." Yeah, wow. like Grinch said, projection. It's classic mm. Trump. Oh man, move. yeah, dude. There is one of Diana's friends that posts on there constantly. He is a fucking raging homophobe, huh? uh, and like he clearly gay because anytime someone like. Uh, contradicts him he's like what are you too busy thinking about my dick all the time and it's all about dicks and like uh he's a cuck and you know he's a lady boy like just constantly you're right it's projection yeah you guys got to get on that milford bow page it is great <laughs> you don't have to be, you don't have to be from milford half the people on there are from fucking milford <laughs> all right i think that's all we got yes i've i've i'll try to keep mine Actually, a couple seconds. Sorry, yeah, I, got to I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. I got to in engage tonight, right before we got on the show, in a little. Um, I'd like to say it was unwelcome, but I enjoyed it. I was persecuting Christians in this country <laughs> because every night I watch uh, American Ninja Warrior with my son because he loves that show, and a couple of the participants like to their nicknames and such. To they use those to to tout their faith. They'll call themselves the Kingdom Ninja or the Papal Ninja, and uh, whew, the Papal Ninja was running tonight. Well, not tonight. We watch it. We have it all saved on the DVR. So this was weeks ago. He's he's doing his his final run tonight, and he leaps into one of the obstacles and totally dislocates <gasps> his shoulder. And I was like, yeah. "Ha ha! Where's your Messiah now, Moses?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, usual. My son thought it was hilarious. My wife yelled at me, and I just kept quiet the rest of the night. But I just I just thought it was funny. And he's like, "I'm the papal ninja." Oh, God smited me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Smote. <laughs> <laughs> I like smited. <laughs> all right. That's going to be all we have for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for coming on, supporting us, and commenting as we go. And uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can join them too. Go to our Patreon page, sign up, and you can join us on Discord 
as we record. If you can't do that, you can still talk to us on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And if you do enjoy the podcast, I would uh, really appreciate it if you could support it by sharing the podcast on social media or leaving a review on iTunes. Uh, last week had a, a, a nice handful of people sharing the podcast on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Really appreciate that. Also, check out the other shows, other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network, of which we are part. Soon-to-be-named-network.com is where you can find all those shows. Again, thanks to everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. (laughs) 